0: the disagreement is turning pretty dark.
1: We have a divided nation. We have a very divided nation. We seem to be living in a time of utter tribalism.
2: If it's It's true to you, then it's true! No, it's
1: not!
2: In order to be able to think, you have to risk being offensive. I mean, look at the conversation we're having right now.
0: Nothing is as important as the truth of God revealed in scripture.
1: Welcome to Disagree With Me, a podcast dedicated to consider conversations on taboo topics. My name is Angel Rodriguez, and I am your host, as always, joined by Mr. Caleb Powers. How you doing, man? Good, good. I'm here on the ones and twos, as always.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Excited to be a fly on the wall during this conversation. No, you're going to be more than a fly in the wall. Well, if I have something to say, elephant in the room. (laughs) Sure. Like, what? (laughs) Is this, are we actually having an episode about me? Is that
1: what's happening? Yeah, this is an intervention. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what's another saying. I don't, uh, yeah, I knew what you were trying to go for. Yeah. But elephant in the room
2: has a very different
1: connotation. Uh, I know. We are going to talk about the elephant in the room. Fair? <laughs> Maybe. Is that a r- joke about
2: Republicans? <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs>
2: I'll, let, I'll let the hearer decide. What, <laughs> let the reader understand.
1: Yeah. <laughs> let the reader understand. <sighs> and to do so, I, we have my brother-in-law, but my brother from another mother coming back again. Our second repeat customer can we call it repeat customer? Uh, customer guest is probably guest, more accurate. Guest is probably, yeah, because you're not paying for this. I don't think anybody would <laughs> <laughs> Brennan is back. How you doing, bro?
3: Oh, I'm glad to be back. Uh, I think uh, our first conversation went pretty well. And uh, I'm doing well. We're coming off of a tough uh, Packers playoff loss, but uh, no better way of getting through it with uh, talking about the world and everything about it. And, and all I'm, the problems. Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking forward to a great great conversation about you know how we can how we can understand these past few weeks in america so but also just like in general straight up
1: yeah yeah i i we were talking before recording and i have no i have no idea where, where this is gonna go i don't even know what we're gonna talk about so <laughs> i mean you did
3: just give us a topic so you at least know that oh much.
1: yeah yeah the elephant in the room i we mean little,
3: i feel like right now it's pretty easy to just kind of go off and there's so many different topics to talk yeah.
1: about. so okay. yeah no i actually do have something in mind um because we haven't had a podcast since the beginning of the year and a lot has happened since then classic
2: angel oh Never mind.
1: Yeah, never mind. Yep. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's a problem. I, I try so hard not to do that. And it just ends up making me do it even more. But
3: and if here I, we are. If I remember correctly, it was just the two of you guys, right? It was just you and Caleb having a conversation about uh about what was going on. Yeah, you? we were yeah I caught a few minutes of your last uh, submission. Okay. okay follow it as much as I can on Apple podcasts, but, uh, thanks bro.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah. We, we talked last about looking back at 2020.
3: Yes. That's what it was.
1: And then kind of looking forward to 2021 and you know what we were proven right, right away. Things got crazy. So (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about that. I mean, I think we recorded it probably like, I don't even know what the date was for our last podcast. It, it was, was pretty about close three weeks ago. Okay, it's like right yeah. at the beginning of game. It feels like mm-hmm. yesterday, but yeah, about three weeks ago. And since then, I'll just name off the top of my head things that have happened. Um, the The capital was was. Uh, I'm not going to use the word insurrection because I don't think it was an insurrection. It was run through. I don't know. It was taken over for a few hours by infiltrated infiltrated invaded invaded. Uh, occupied (laughs) by some dudes for for the better part of a day after that happened biden was certified as our as our uh, president and kamala harris as our vice president and they were both inaugurated four days ago as president and vice president of the United States.
3: Donald Trump was also impeached during that. Oh,
1: yes. Donald Trump was uh, impeached and banned off of Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, PayPal, probably. I don't know. I'm just naming, yeah. naming no, things. True.
2: Yeah, it was PayPal too, yeah.
1: Interest. <laughs> What's another? YouTube, probably. Basically banned off the internet.
3: I mean, tech tech companies have been... Kind of taking over all of the news just because of all the new implications that they're putting into place and all the new policies that they're putting into place. Like, we can go on and talk about uh, the app stores and everything like that. We'll get there, of course, but I mean, yeah. you know, companies have been huge in the news lately, too.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. So, I guess it's been a crazy past few weeks already in 2021. So, our prophecies have have lined up so far, Kayla. We've been doing we've so far so good. Unfortunately, I didn't yeah. want to be right, <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. Um, it's been yeah, it's been it's been crazy. But yeah, no, Brandon, you bring up kind of what we wanted to talk about, right? Like censorship with everything. But before we do that, I guess do you guys have any thoughts about what happened in the last few weeks? What What are your looking at the past month is is there anything that
2: i think the main like takeaway for me is that it i have been it's have it's been confirmed for me once again that everything that's been going on in the united states has all been about politics and it's just been people playing politics and mm-hmm. not actually caring about you know the people that they claim to care about they're just making power plays you know that's all all this is about on e- on both sides like that's just It's just what they do, and I'm not surprised. Just a lot of lot of people playing politics, playing
3: games. No, I. I, It's difficult too because, like, I want to be an optimist. I I mean, in the year 2020 and gone into 2021, like, it's so difficult to play the optimist because there's so much that's Mm
0: -hmm.
3: not going according to plan, (laughs) (laughs) and like. trying to find things to be optimistic about it has been difficult but like it i i think that the best way to sum up kind of the start of 2021 is just to see that there's we've already seen such a rapid rise and fall in this roller coaster that we're on right now and i'm and i'm hoping that this optimism can spread like wildfire because if, if people can find little tidbits to be optimistic about, and I know I'm already getting very meta uh, in thought right now, but like if, if we can all find different things to be optimistic about, we're going to fall. I think that it's understandable that everybody wants to feel the sense of unity as an American in my thought. Mm -hmm. And so I know that I'll just come out and say it. We'll set the stage Um, with this being disagree with me. I think the first disagreement would be that I voted for Joe Biden. (gasps) Um, I know. And all (laughs) of the podcasts right now. (laughs) Not Not only that, though, but uh, I voted absentee. Um, So. Was it the red wave or the blue wave? Let's discuss. No, I mean, but in the end, like, I voted for Joe Biden. I was happy to see the inauguration in some, shall we say, semblance of a peaceful transfer of power. Because although I consider myself liberal, I think that it's important to note that before any political affiliation, I'm a patriot. I'm an American and I love this country and I want to see us move forward. Cause
2: I'm proud to be an American. At least way it. I know I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> get, get the angel there's, on the video stream right now. And double salute. Saluting.
1: There's a video. There's a video of, of me and Ashley, my wife, where we're like, we're playing that song. And she's like, behind me, you can't see her. And that song is playing, so I like salute with one hand. I salute with the next hand, and then she comes out from behind and salutes behind, Like <laughs> puts her other hand in front, of, in front of mine, and then puts the other one. <laughs> so it's like a four-hand salute.
2: <laughs> That's
0: gold it's right great. there.
1: That's yes. Gold. Okay, no, I don't want to dismiss what you said, Brennan.
3: Nah, yeah, no, I like that, though. Because I think that <laughs> it's time to be proud to be an American. Straight
1: up, yeah. See, I'm with you, man. I'm I'm optimistic.
2: Full disclosure, I was being sarcastic. Yeah,
1: being <laughs> <laughs> sarcastic. I I am like, man. I think that America needs to be united. I don't know that we can be. I, I, I want to. I don't think be
2: politics united. is the way to do it.
0: Yeah, no.
1: I don't think politics is the yeah. way to do it. Honestly. I'm, i I I want to be united. I want to be united on the truth. I voted for Trump. Right? Like and to some people that I didn't might vote mean, for anybody. Yeah, Caleb didn't vote for anybody. I intentionally did not vote. Caleb. I think we
2: can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think politics is a game and it's not gonna get us anywhere and we need to focus on other stuff.
1: Yeah. So I voted for Trump not because I thought Trump was our savior or anything or I don't know. I even, the, or even thought that he was going to unite the country. Cause I don't think any politician can or anything like that. Um, I also, I want to, Amer- I, I, I would hope that America would be united as a country, any country or collection of people should right? If we're going to be a nation. I don't think politics like Taylor said is the way to do that. And I think we're at the point, unfortunately, where I don't think we can I don't think we are united in any way shape or form and I don't see it changing and I my hope for this country is is that uh, a peaceful separation of different groups of whether that's states or just regions just say hey we don't want to be a part of this big country just because we're so divided we we shouldn't, I don't think we should force people to be united. I, don't, I think that would be, I think that's the problem. I think that's, we could talk about this when you kind of touched on like the censorship thing. I think that's, what's kind of happening is kind of like this forced unity where everybody has to follow the same line of thinking, um, which isn't unity. Yeah. If you, if
3: you No, I, 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 cause here's the thing is that it, what do you say to like a liberal mind immediately? I was shocked because it's like you're kind of talking about like states secede, not seceding, but like
1: oh that no that's what I, that's what it is yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking about yep. so yeah they, <laughs>
3: okay yeah i and the political science uh major and background in me kind of sees that as like a trigger word, right uh, yeah. but in the end like i also can find some middle ground because I think that the way that we can find this unity that we talk about could actually be through focus on defederalization and through yes, uh, <laughs> not just state governments, there, yeah. but local governments. Because coming from small town oh. in Wisconsin, right, 8,000 people, there's... Uh, my county, my, my city, my county voted 70, 75% Trump, um, meaning that 30 to 25% of people disagree with that. And I think that what's most important is just having these two seemingly divided people in a small area. Let's focus on the small area first and get them unified and get them to see a common ground because the moment small groups of people start to see commonalities and start to see where we can join together that's when we can start to move forward as a people and as a as a society and as a culture yeah.
1: I agree with you man that's that's the church <laughs> ultimately but I agree with you dude I I honestly that's one of the things that um that I've learned or or thought more about these past few months is I think it has, like, I think the hope for our country or or the hope for things, for change to happen isn't so much at the federal level or, like, the big... I think it is, I think it has to do with local, you know, with your neighbors, with your city. Um, And we might disagree on on certain actions that our governments are taking that I would see as... I, I think our government... Bigger government is uh, doing some very tyrannical things that I think that local magistrates, uh, local governments should stand up against and and uh, just play no part in it. And that's why I think there 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 will come a point where we cannot because, as you mentioned, right, like a a county like as where you're from, Anago, right? Like it's it's uh they're very different way of, of thinking in uh, the people in, 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 that area, than let's say people living in New York city. Right. But why would we force the people in, in this small town to live like the people in New York city? Right. And so I, th- I think, yeah, dude, it's, it's gotta be the local. And I, and I, I hope when I say, when we say secession seceding of States or seceding of regions, I don't want it to be a civil war. I don't want, I don't think it has to be that. And I don't want it to be that. Because I don't, I, I, I just, I don't think we need to f- kill each other over this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the,
3: but, the yeah. but, Caleb, please.
1: We
2: I go? was just going to say. I mean, the, I mean, and again, we have to go back to like the issue with that we had with secession in this country in the fir- in the first place was the people who weren't seceding deciding, no, you can't secede, and I think yeah. th- I think that's where the issue is going to lie. Is I think there are a lot of people who would. Completely peacefully secede, right? They would. Yeah. They would have no. They wouldn't do anything except for say, "All right, we're stepping back from this." But the issue would be whether or not the people in politics right now would allow that to happen, because that's money and power going away from them. Uh, and I, I see. Like, I don't think the people would have an issue. I think it's it's the people in power who are very used to getting their way, and would find some way to convince people that yeah, these people are actually evil. They hate you. They're going to do bad things. So we have to start a war to keep them in the union, which is basically what happened to to some extent in, in the civil war. Obviously there was like issues with with slavery. Um, but the North had slaves at that point too. So it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a big moral crisis right. happening at the beginning at least.
3: Well, my, my, my one kind of qualm about secession is that it, it looks at the problem that's faced that, that we're facing, which is this, you know, we're having the select group of 435 representatives plus a whole judicial branch and a whole executive branch govern 300 million people. And that's a lot of people for a small group of people to have power over. And I think that that's an issue. I think that that's we true. need to kind of not maybe not rethink it, but. I don't think that secession is the right way to go because it's taking this large bureaucracy and it's just chopping it up into small different areas. And in a quick fix situation, I think that that's a completely sound way of looking at it. But at the same time, you're taking this big bureaucracy and then you're cutting it down into small bureaucracies. Because what's Wisconsin going to do it once they secede? They're going to create their own bureaucracy. And then the governor is basically going to become the president or the minister or the prime minister of Wisconsin. And then they're going to have all the power. And then you're just you're just taking big power dispersing it to smaller power to then create big power over an area of land.
2: Yes, the thing that happens, though, is that because I mean, this is how our country was originally created uh, and they decided against it. And that's that was the problem. Uh, And that's why we've Mm -hmm. gotten here is it what it was supposed to be is a bunch of loosely connected states who were united in the sense that they had, you know, commonalities and stuff. But the, the it was supposed to be very localized to the to the point that if someone didn't like the state they were living in. It was easy and feasible to just move, right? Yes. And that's the, that's, the, that's the benefit of having s- localized governments that aren't centralized under a, a federal government is that you can have people basically just say, you know what? I'm a liberal. I don't want to live in Texas. I'm going to move to this other place, right? And then you would have that sort of localization happen where people who are like-minded would stick together and want to go to the same places. Yeah. Um, And 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 the thing is, like, with the way our country currently is, secession seems like the only way that can actually happen, right? Because the way that our federal government is set up, they wouldn't let that happen, right? They would be like, no, like you're committing treason against the United States, so Mm -hmm. we're not letting you do that. Even though in our original founding documents, that was like the whole point, right? Is to be localized, to not have an over overriding government like the England, like England was over the colonies in the first place, so yeah, so i'm I'm totally with you. I think at j- at this point though, secession seems like the only way to actually accomplish that because of how how politics is set up i just
3: like,
2: I, um, like how how do you see that happening without a secession like what what is your game plan there if you if you
3: could' is just for in in my game plan is an optimistic view of human nature mm. so I know from, you know, hundreds of, hundreds of years of research and um, writing about the nature of people and the psychology and the psychology of politics and everything like that, is that people need... The reason why we have come so far is because we've grown together to improve society. And right now, America faces this massive movement towards um, immense power for the few and less power for the people, which is what we're based off of. And so I think that it, we need to take drastic measures to reinvest power with the people. And right now, the current idea behind power with the people is elections, A. Okay? Obviously, 35, 40% of America thinks that elections are fraud. So that's an issue that we need to address, right? So A, we need to focus on elections. B, we need to reinvest true power with the people. So that's not just elections. That's creating a space for people to invest themselves in local and state politics, I live in I live in Minnesota. So if I want Minnesota be, to be more liberal, I need to not focus on the federal government which CNN, Fox News, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter is all talking about. I need to think about what's happening in my in my neighborhood. Is my local state taxes going to good spots? Should I be showing up to city council meetings? Should I be talking to uh, representatives of my area. I need to more focus on localized governments and stuff that I can actually make a difference on. Because the moment that we tip that first domino of localized power for the people, it's going to start to trickle down the line, and eventually, we the people are going to have power over the federal system as we know it. Because then we're going in my future in my holistic view, I do think that we need to reimagine Congress. I think that 435 people making decisions on behalf of 300 million is fraught. It's, it's bad. There's no way that the, these few amount of people can decide what you and I want to want to do, Angel. That's what we need to talk about. And that's what we need to decide for ourselves. And so... I mean I still do believe and I know that this is something that we've talked about outside mm-hmm. of the podcast Angel is that I do believe in the power of government I do believe in the power of federalism but I think that we've gone so far away from people being able to trust it that we need to break it down and build it back up back up again Yeah
1: so I I believe government and we talked about this in our last conversation right like I believe government is, is, um, is God's servant to bring justice because people aren't, I don't think people are, are naturally good. And so I would ask, like, I'd be curious, dude, like what, what, uh, what, has, what have you seen? What research or even now with the situation, right? Like we're describing a broken country and a broken system. Like, why do you think that people are naturally good? Like What would lead you to, to that to that point to believe that
0: so
3: i uh, i the research in the books and the writings that I've read mm-hmm. lead me to believe that people are inherently not good, and because mm-hmm. they're inherently not good, that's why we need to create government to keep people in check so so i know wait, wait, wait. that
1: wait you said you, you don't think people are good
3: no people okay okay Apparently, are selfish okay, and, okay. They okay. Only, and they only think of themselves and that's why government provides a forum for people to take their <laughs> selfish thoughts and discuss to find common find common selfishness
2: because that's the that's that's what it seems like it would lead to right if you're if and and what you just described
3: no because if you're selfish in one way and i'm selfish in another way but we need (laughs) to get something done we're gonna find a middle ground to where we can move forward with yeah my selfishness is approving of this and your selfishness is somewhat approving of this and we can move forward in this mutual area. I mean, I get, I get that in the
2: area of like capitalism, for example, right? Like I understand that. I mean, that's the basis for economies, right? Is like, I need something. Uh, The only way I can actually get it is by helping you out, even though I don't necessarily want to, it's just like, that's the way, best way to do it. When you work together, you can get better, you know, you can get better projects faster, you know, because you have something that I want and you, I have something you want. Uh, But I think part of the issue is that without, because humans are inherently selfish, uh, and we don't and if we don't have some sort of like standard by which we're basing what is actually best for people or not good for people or whatever, it's going to inevitably lead to an arbitrary form of government like we have right now, where it's basically just like, well, I'm just kind of saying this is what's best for you, even though I could show you a bunch of statistics that say it's not. And also just, oh, look at what it's actually doing to people. But because your standard isn't the same as my standard or God's standard or whoever's standard there is going to, there's going to be a, a breakdown somewhere because if we don't agree on the standard and right. we're all selfish, how is anything ever going to actually get, gonna, to gonna get done? But anyway, I mean, yeah, I know we, we've
3: probably talked about that in our, yeah. our last
2: episode, but we did with you. Yeah.
3: I, I, and I, and I know where you're coming from with that as well. And I, and I think that I give off a very crude viewpoint of, of, Leviathan and Hobbesian uh, philosophy and all these old uh, Keynesian philosophy and stuff like that. I think that I give a very simplistic view of it, um, but I understand where you come from, and I I do think that there's inherent issues with humans interacting with other humans without a basis of organization, and that's. Why democracy in government is so important is because we humans are able to organize behind common beliefs and perpetuate those beliefs in mass. Uh, just like the same way as any other organization that's not political can do the same thing. You know, if you, let's say we take away the politics, right? There's no government. We live in a system of anarchy, right? a group of people want <laughs> in
2: one sense. Yes. There's, yeah. there's more to it than that, but yeah,
3: <laughs>
2: I, uh, I consider myself an anarcho theonomist, which basically means that I believe when, when we look at God's law in the old Testament, um, mm-hmm. it is way more freeing than any governmental system has ever been in all of history. And if, and by, but by following it, we will see a not only much more free, but also much more just society. And so there's an aspect of it where it does seem very like people are just kind of able to do whatever they want, but it's because in some, in various, in in these certain areas, like things are very like, Hey, this is the standard you follow the standard, but in other areas such as like economics, there's basically no, no government intervention whatsoever. And so, yeah, for, from a lot of people's perspective, it is very like anarchist. Um, But, it's, I mean, it's more complicated than that. Yeah, it's just, that's a term I use.
3: <laughs> a lot harder to describe within a minute and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also the term
2: anarchist has meant so many different things to so many different people. It's hard to actually. Broad term. Just, yeah. yeah,
1: Exactly. I'm sorry I cut you off, man. What were we talking about? <laughs> I <don't, laughs>
3: I feel like we went on a real <laughs> long this rabbit was, trail there. Round table at this point. Yeah. yeah. So so
1: Brennan, I'm curious to know, to hear from you. Because you voted for Biden. So how do you think voting for Biden is gonna help with with your idea of what you know the ideal situation would be for America?
3: You wanna know the secret? The secret? I'm always angry, Cap.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Great reference, by the way. Uh no. Uh me voting for Biden yeah. is not a way of propelling my views of america because at this point my view of the future has been completely torn down and i'm still soul searching to uh find what i truly believe to be Mm -hmm. a a positive way forward um and we've talked about this before uh, outside but my true beliefs lie in The preservation of a the environment, b the American society, and c democracy. Like I, as much as as much as I want to be Obi Wan Kenobi, like I'm here for the democracy, right? So
0: for democracy. So
3: like, do I believe that Joe Biden is exactly what I need to perpetuate my views forward? No. I think that he is a much better person to follow what I would like to get towards. Yeah. Um, but also I want to establish a view of not common sense but um but respect. Back in America, because I think that there has been, I think a lot of the divides that we see are due to, and this is going to be controversial, but I think that Donald Trump just gave off and allowed people a space to not give other people respect. And I know that, it, it, Angel, you voted for Donald Trump. I, You are a very respectful human being, and I'm not My- saying, that all people who vote for Donald Trump are disrespectful <laughs> people. I want to oh, say extremely clear that if you vote for Donald Trump, you are not under an umbrella of things people say about Donald Trump. I appreciate that because it seems like a lot of people don't yeah, actually I gonna, believe that. Yeah,
1: I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, bro. Am I a white supremacist? You're not a white supremacist. up. I, mean, okay. I don't know how you could be. <laughs> I've been told. I've been told I'm a white supremacist. <laughs> I actually, I was actually told that my mom, who just became a citizen last year, by the way, doesn't even speak English. Um, she's a white supremacist. So
3: yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah. No, I, I just, I just, I think that's funny. I, think I made a. There is. I have a very. I have an issue, and this is, you guys are the first people that I'm actually talking to this about, but I have an issue with, like, liberal wokeness that I think that it, <laughs> it goes to, it pushes a level of extremism the same way that radical conservatism pushes Agreed. <laughs> Very
1: much agreed.
3: Yeah, I think tendencies. So there's there's these problems on both sides, and I'm glad that we all, yeah, although this is disagree with me, I'm glad that we can all agree that like, just because I vote for Biden doesn't mean that I'm a social justice warrior. Just because you're, no, I never said that, dude. I, I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: Just kidding, watch it. Watch it. No, you're you're coming over to my house next week, so I gotta treat you nicely.
3: (laughs) I'm just gonna start coming over and I'm gonna be talking about uh 15, you know, I'm gonna be talking about UBIs. Oh, we could get on to UBIs. Let me talk about universal basic income, Angel. Oh, dude, let me get this this brandy and we'll talk about it.
1: Okay, oh, oh. We could talk about it if you want. You wanna go there?
3: <laughs> uh, we can get back on the on the on the history, the history that America is making right now. That is actually something I do want to ask you about. What's up? Caleb and Angel. How will you describe the events of January 2021 to Angel, now your two daughters that are yeah. going one on the way, one now. Caleb, any family you have coming on in- <laughs> uh-huh. oh, it'll probably happen pretty soon rather than later, yeah. Like how 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 do you see this and how would you describe this situation to a five year old, a six year old who's asking questions about history that they learn about recently?
1: Yeah. Uh I would just say you know, Daddy got some some money in the mail, so Daddy bought himself some ammo, and <laughs> so you don't have to worry. Yeah, we all good. No, I I would say that. Um, but I I I um uh, so dude, I don't know if uh, I might sound crazy saying this, but I I actually think that a lot of funky stuff has happened in the past since November third, in, in terms of like the election itself. That, I think fraud happened. T- to what extent? I I'm I can't. Get I mean, me, like, I
2: think fraud has been happening in every election yeah. since the beginning of time. I I do agree with you. It looks like it was a little bit more sketchy than it normal. Was so it was, so, but, yeah. Um, I I think the whole system is basically rigged. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, that's like, why you.
1: <laughs> <know>. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed for you. <laughs> so I think. I think it was, yeah, I I think there were forces at play and we can talk about, about that forces at play against Donald Trump. I don't think it has so much to do with Donald Trump, the individual, the man, I think it has to do with what he, what some of the stuff that he stood for. I, I don't think Donald Trump was very politically correct. And I think that angered some people and that, I think that's what's led him to be canceled uh, and censored to the, to the point that he has. So that's concerning. Um, if I were to describe what happened, I would, I would include that. I'd say, you know, there's people with a lot of concerns about what happened during the election. And that's why people showed up on January 6th or most people showed up on January 6th, a small group of those people. It, and even that dude, even the fa- even the, what happened at the Capitol. I'm not, I don't think it should have, I don't think people should have done that. I don't think you should have gone into the Capitol and, and uh, taking it over. But I mean, you can watch videos and some of the people were just being like walked into the, just let through. I, that just looks so weird to me. It's like, why would you let people, if like, especially when Congress is in session, why would you just let people walk into the, into the capital like this. It just it just funky to me. It's just it's a little little funky. That's the word I like to use, funky. So I would say, you know, it's been a funky it's been a funky month and a funky year.
2: It's no longer a word to me. You've said it so no. many times.
1: I can say it again. <laughs> I
3: just I, I just think that it's kind of funky that uh cuz cuz when I look at it I just because you're completely right there were people being escorted in they had they had lanes for people preset so that if people were to break in they would just follow these lanes into the capital. And I don't wanna you know open up old wounds, but I just see that as a stark uh Contraposition, or um, you know, mm-hmm. completely different than what the events of early summer of 2020 in the Black Lives Matter movement had I don't know, dude. They took over. I actually wanted to go visit so bad. I had a chance
1: to go visit Chaz or Chuck or whatever it's called. <laughs> they took over a section of a city, and it. Took over a police station for weeks at, at a time, and declared themselves an autonomous zone. I think that's pretty, that's pretty crazy, <laughs> and we're allowed to do so for a pretty long time. I mean, that's just one example. I can I can name other examples. But the,
3: so. I'm not here to, you know, say that people had a right to take over an entire zone of a city uh, in order to protest. What Mm -hmm. I'm saying is that um, the pictures of January 6th police uh, involvement in the Mm -hmm. in their response or in their preparations, because they had three weeks of. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, of, ...of intelligence to go off of, hey, a lot of people are going to show up on January 6th to protest. They had three weeks of that, whereas, you know, they had three days to prepare Washington, D.C. for Black Lives Matter movement or protest, and yet they still had, uh, I mean, uh, our president, Donald Trump, had taken the National Guard from multiple different states and prepared Washington, D.C. against peaceful, mostly. And I will say this mostly because they weren't all before. fiery, but fiery, but peaceful. <laughs> peaceful but, I mean, there there's a stark contrast.
2: I mean, I don't think I don't think there is because, I mean, if, if you're if you're fine with describing that as mostly peaceful, which if we're uh, sure let's look at statistics okay sure most of the riots that were happening around the country weren't just protests that's actually statistically true right um but in the same vein i i can i can guarantee if we actually looked at the statistics of the amount of people right in each situation not not uh, by percentage not by like amount but by percentage same amount of people who were involved in the capital stuff were just peaceful they didn't actually do anything like, and at all, I'm not in- right Yeah no, I I think I it's a similar think. situation for sure. And I don't know if that's what you were arguing or not, but yeah.
3: And that's that is what I'm arguing, is that I I, I don't see the what was what was the number, like six hundred, seven hundred thousand people or like this large mass of people. I'm not saying that they were all there to take over the capital. Uh, but at the same time, I do think that there was a stark division of how we're gonna respond to this or how we're going to prepare for this. And I think that that is angering to a lot of people on the left. In the fact that we have to be divided about such a age old right of American citizens to protest, the fact that we have to have these conversations and be on two opposing sides about this idea to peacefully protest, is sad because I think that the people in the Black Lives Matter and the mostly people in the Black Lives Matter who were, mo- who were peaceful and the mostly people in the protests on January 6th, they're being done dirty because they're being lumped under this umbrella that social media and that mainstream media creates about situations that turn from peaceful to riot. And I think that Another conversation I definitely want to dive into is the impact that social media and mainstream media have on our perception of situations like this. Because if we were to just because, of course, New York Times wants to show you these people holding Blue Lives Matter flags, beating police officers with their Blue Lives Matter flag. Of course They want to do that because that is what generates revenue. That's what gets people to look at their article. And that's what gets people upset. That's how they make money. Of course, Fox News wants to show all these Black Lives Matters uh, protesters uh, hitting and being disruptive and burning down police stations because that's what gets views. And it's frustrating because... That is the 0.0001% 0, 0, 0. of these protests. But that is the 100% of what Americans listen to see. There was a moment yeah, when I can totally watched, agree with you on that. Yeah. There was a moment when I was watching, because I, I switched between CNN, ABC, and Fox News to watch the events of January 6th. Just because I wanted to be able to say that I switched between all three and that I'm not polarized or anything like that. But, check it out. But there was a moment I was watching Fox News, and or no, I was watching CNN, and there was a gentleman walking backwards, and he was talking about everything, all the bad stuff that was happening up at the doors of the Capitol. And there was a Trump supporter who, like, who like helped clear the way for this guy to walk backwards, picked up trash out of his way so that he didn't tri- trip over. Like there are good people there. And I respect the people that have this idea. This election was stolen because that's what they've been told. And that's what they want. That's what they believe. Yeah. I, can't dis- I can't argue that that's what they believe. They yeah. are good people. They're not bad people for thinking that. But Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and mainstream 24 hour news wants me to, me, the liberal, to be upset with them. And that's not right. I think this, I think we're actually mostly
2: in
1: agreement in this episode yeah, so far. <laughs> Except that I was going to say, like, the way we settle this now, yes. who's
3: right or who's wrong? Who's right? Is it, one of two ways with the duel. We just get Biden duel. and
2: Trump to duel each other. Yeah.
0: your style.
1: <laughs> Duel, put some gloves on, it's a boxing match, or just a good old wrestling session. I just want to see some wrestling.
2: Oh, man. Can you imagine if we actually sicked Trump and Biden on each other and they have to wrestle each other to death? <laughs> wouldn't that be hilarious? I wouldn't say to death.
1: I just. Right, you, the, well, it would to be death. Yeah, yeah, whether probably. or not like they're, ol- they're old. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be good. That'd be good TV right there. Yeah, it would. I Let's mean, think it happens.
3: The fun thing about that, too, is that every president is always on so many different steroids that they'd, it'd be like an actually good fight. It'd be like an actually <laughs> yeah. good fight.
1: We gotta, yeah, we got to get Trump right now because right now is when he's going to add his. Any point after now is when he's weaker. <laughs> so we got we to gotta do it right now.
3: Exactly. Exactly.
1: No, so I agree with you, man. I, I think that the, the the mainstream media, obviously, has an agenda. There's an a, There's. an. I don't know if you've seen the videos of um, from over the summer when there's like a video on YouTube and it starts out with just one local news station and they're like, we're here to tell you about such and such a thing and then it keeps spanning and it's like showing you different news stations from around the country and they're all saying the same exact thing and it's like, wow, they must like great minds think alike or someone is just feeding them all this information and it's like, yeah, right. There's somebody pulling the strings. So I think there's, I think there's, there's a, obviously somebody's behind a lot of this stuff. I, I think that, that there is a, a bias in this country, specifically in the mainstream media, the big, big technology companies, and we can talk about the censorship if you like, I think there's a bias against the more conservative side of things. I think I think, I think that's pretty obvious. Would you agree with that? Brennan? And, and
2: whether or not it's like, I mean, I feel like maybe it can come down to whether or not it's actual censorship. That, that's probably where the argument yeah. lies. But yeah. I think it's pretty clear to everyone that these big tech companies are being biased. And in whether or not that's their prerogative, that's you know, that's the argument I feel. But I don't know if you agree with that or not.
3: So <clears throat> excuse me. I'm gonna hit you guys with a bombshell and I'm excited to see how you react to this. Um because they because the media has been disassociated with the federal and state governments, right? Other than NPR, but even they have their own agenda now, which is weird. But Facebook, Apple, all these big tech companies who are now getting into social media, and then the big media companies like CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, all these different people. They have their own right to censor anybody they want. Because they are a private government or they are, they are their own private entity. Government was not the right word. They're their own private entity. And under multiple different legal cases that have gone to the U.S. Supreme, uh, Supreme Court, private companies basically are completely autonomous to do as they please. Um, and so, all these contractors,
1: uh-huh.
3: Users of social media. So Donald Trump was a contractor for Twitter, just the same way as any New York Times writer is a contractor for the New York Times. So if the New York Times doesn't like something that their writer or their contractor does, they pull him and they fire him. Mm-hmm. Just the same way Twitter can say, "Donald Trump, we don't like your tweets, so we're okay. going to you off." So they have, their, they have their right to pull anybody and censor anybody that they want. I would agree with that,
2: except for one condition. Yeah. Um, and then this is, how, you know, the issue is, if, if, if that was all that it was, yeah, I would totally agree. Like mm-hmm. that, that's their prerogative. The issue is um, because of the way that the government has gotten involved in the Internet and all sorts of economic stuff. Um, They have there's a lot of legislation on the books that highly privileges those big tech companies uh, where it's very, 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 very difficult for anyone to compete with them because of government intervention. And so it's it's as close as you possibly can be to a literal monopoly without actually being a monopoly. Uh, And it's a government created monopoly. And there we kind of get into it's it's muddier than that because of the high level of preference our laws as they are on the books give those companies you know help against competition and so if as as long as we can take care of that sure i'm fine with that like i'm fine with twitter and google doing whatever they want but unless those unless we can open up the market for companies to be able to compete with them by by deregulating that industry it's it, it, it basically is the government you know uh influencing media in a way that it wasn't meant to absolutely let me ask you this
0: why can't donald trump
3: hire 20 tech guys to create him an app where he can speak with his supporters and the future party uh, what does he want his future party to be called the the Patriots Party or something like that that already exists. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, what are you doing, yeah. Donald?
2: 2.0. That's funny.
1: It's so the best. The biggest, best Patriots. <laughs> so
3: the thing is that you know Apple and Google and Sam like all these all these app distributors have already taken off predominantly Trump supporter social media apps because they're inciting violence censorship right. So why can't this billionaire Donald Trump or supporters of billionaire Donald Trump Mm -hmm. fund 20 to 30 different app developers who make an app, they put it on the internet, which now because of Republican legislation has the ability to, you can't censor WWW, the World Wide Web. Mm -hmm. And you create a site where all these Patriot party members can now connect together and they download an app straight from the WW Like that that is something like have you ever downloaded or have you met somebody who's downloaded Popcorn Time, uh illegal movie streaming app? No, I'm just trying to find Flappy Bird. (laughs) I bet you you could. Yeah. For real? There's there's Censorship in my mind, and I know I want to move this back to you, Angel, but censorship in my mind is bad because we can't, on these social forums like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, Mm -hmm. we can't take away people. But at the same time, the internet is so expansive that situations like this where a new app arises on the internet where uh, I don't want to be politically incorrect but um no just do it bro that's what we're here for suburban karens can get together and they can they find this app donald trump tweets directly to them and it like a whole patriots party app is developed online and then they can speak freely of storming and bringing zip ties to the to the capital i think that they people have the right to do so I see you shaking your head, Angel, but I mean, like... About storming the (laughs) Capitol. All right, I I plead the fifth on that one. But regardless, you know, I I think that it is time that we move away from these media and social media, um, uh, what do you call it, monopolies.
2: Yeah, and I I, I see we're on the same page here. The only issue that I see with attempting to do that right now is that because of the way that um. Uh, because of the of our current political situation, I could see. Uh, so you know, Gab, for example, is a social media platform that's becoming really popular because of this right now. What I'm interested in is whether or not, and and hopefully they would have the technology to be able to not have this happen to them. But I, I could see a future where because it's oh, they're inciting violence or whatever else is going on in their site, they're going to try to pass other legislation that's going to make it even harder for them to do whatever. Um, you know, like I, I see issues because of the precedence precedent that has been set right mm-hmm. now with with that and is being set with all of this it, it, because of the, the kind of overwhelming targeting that's happening. Whether or not it's uh, their prerogative, uh, you know, there, there's a trend here where, uh, you know, according to, for example, according to Twitter's own terms of service, like a bunch of stuff should be censored off of their site but yeah. they didn't they don't care unless it was a political thing right uh and, you know and and so when when those are the sorts of things i'm seeing i'm i'm worried that you know that actually just is impossible ultimately unless we you know i'm sure we could figure out some technology to make it so that you can i mean uh what's it called bitcoin is a thing and you know there's there's technology out there that can protect things on the internet from being shut down or whatever it is. Right. But yeah, I I worry that the government is just going to once again, try to make up an excuse and try to get these websites shut down as, you know, as competitors to to Google and and Twitter. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, I agree with you. I I think we're on this as, as usual in this episode, I think we're on the same page. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) No, no, I agree. I agree. If we can get the government out of the, out of, out of the picture there because i think that's what that's what's uh like for instance twitter and facebook and these companies they even though honestly the most of the stuff that happened in the capital was so allegedly was planned on facebook but facebook doesn't bear any responsibility for it right mm-hmm. like and and there's a lot of bad there's there's child pornography on twitter and yet twitter doesn't bear any legal responsibility for it they it just it's like whatever they don't even take it down which is sick um and pr- there's just pornography on twitter i think they should take it down it's sick but yeah. um it's it,
2: and it, it violates be, their uh, own terms of service That's exactly right so
1: like so there's a double standard they're not even applying their same standard i mean antifa t- tweeted this whole past summer and like
2: we're gonna go. They, they they incited a lot of violence and yes. it, yeah. There's just no consistency.
1: There's no consistency.
2: And, whether and whether or not like whether or not the tweets themselves actually caused violence. You know yeah. whatever. I'm sure a liberal would argue with me on that, right? But like yeah. it, it right. they did the same exact thing that yeah. Trump supposedly did, right? Yes.
3: Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. And 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 so I I agree with you, Brennan, that a private company should be able to do what they want to do i I, get, I have a question for you, kind of on a different note, but i am honestly very curious to hear what you have to say about about it. Um, what are your thoughts on like businesses that are being forced to shut down because of like coronavirus measures
0: so uh
3: actually, so I've been having a lot of not second doubts and like not like i've been having a lot of misgivings about our collective response uh on the coronavirus and so um i got it i had it for three days i couldn't taste my chicken spaghetti that i made every single night i couldn't you
1: need a new recipe that's what it is No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh,
3: free shout out to HelloFresh. Not a sponsor, but should be a sponsor. Uh, HelloFresh gas. They gave me the best recipes for chicken and spaghetti. Um, I, I loved it. But so I had it and I was very healthy. I've been, I took vitamin C before. I took vitamin C after. I've been taking vitamin D. I've been going outside. Isabel and I have been, very active. We hike at least twice a week uh, in surrounding Oh, you're going to say twice a day? At yeah, first. no. I was dude, like, oh I my was gosh,
1: go, like, Brennan, what are
3: you? Twice a week? I mean, <laughs> at least twice a week. Like, like we'll do a, like a Saturday or a Sunday or a Friday. Or, like, she didn't have class on Wednesday, so we went Wednesday mornings. Like, I see myself as a pretty healthy person, and I got over it pretty fast. Um, and although I know that that's not the same case for everybody, and I know that this impacts other people a lot older than me, I still have the consciousness to say to myself, I don't want to A, give this to anybody else or B, transmit it to anybody else. Um, and so I do think that, you know, a nationwide response to it is important, but do I think that um, coffee shop A or Italian restaurant B needs to shut down indoor or uh, outdoor dining. No, people can make their own decisions. Um, and I think that we have gone to we have gone long enough away from normal society to where we, the people, have decided i will give up my freedom in order for protection which has always been the case yep. post
2: 9/11 yep i just keep lo- loving the things gonna, that you're saying we're going
1: to make we're going to make a libertarian out of you brennan
3: i am <laughs> a lot closer to libertarian as, <laughs> as i speak but at the same but like i now here's this though i can also recognize my bias and my ability in my youthfulness and my healthiness to where I can, where I can have this thought now, uh, Dolores age 85 doesn't have, that's my grandma. Is it actually my great grandma? That's her name. She's 89 though. So Dolores 89, I mean, she can't have the same thought process, but I also believe that Dolores 89 has the wherewithal to decide for herself. And yeah. so I, I, do, I do see, I look at California, and I look at Minnesota, and I'm just like, small businesses are losing their livelihoods because of bunk science. Because there's no, there is zero uh, evidence of outdoor spreading of the virus. If you're eating outdoors, even though it's literally, let me check my phone real quick, Uh, literally 18 degrees in Minnesota right now, like people will I want to eat. And if they want to eat outside, they're not going to spread it to anybody else. They wear a mask and stuff like that. I do see the benefits of masks. I'm not an anti-masker. I'm an anti-rights restrictor though.
2: Yeah. yeah. And that, and that's and ultimately for me like even though I I I largely disagree with most of like I I I see the use of some medical masks but like just the cloth masks that you're wearing I know like I yeah. I, I think there's there's a lot of evidence that it's not actually doing yeah. what people think it's doing but, but even despite that right even beyond that entirely right like yes. It, yes. you can't it it's literally a violation of people's like multiple rights of theirs guaranteed by the constitution to require it in all situations, right? Like I'm fine with private businesses just deciding, yeah, you, you, we don't, we don't want you to shop here unless you have a mask on. I mean, they, they can do that, whether or not they'll enforce it. Most of them don't, they just say it because you're supposed to say it. And then they're fine with it, which is basically what I do. I don't wear a mask and I go shopping and no one, nobody cares. Um, but like the the issue, right, ultimately is when when you say to someone, yeah, you can't gather in large numbers without masks. You're literally saying like you have lost your First Amendment right to assemble because you're, you're putting a restriction on how you can assemble, which is you can't do that. That's like in the <laughs> Constitution. Um, so, yeah, you know, In so I'm, I'm with you on the like. No,
3: no rights restrictions. And I want to hear from you, Angel, but just quickly. Yeah. I, I, we agree on this, but I think for separate reasons, and we'll touch on that, but Angel, I want to hear your thoughts. Well,
1: oh, I was going to ask you. This is the real question. Yeah. Do, you, do you think I should be able to own a tank?
2: This is the most scatterbrained episode of this episode, of this show. Yeah, I'm
1: sorry. I just want to... You can think about that if you want
3: let's circle back because <laughs> I'm going to need a second to think about whether or not Angel Rodriguez can own a tank. Yes. Uh, um, and I think that that's where you guys are going to see I'm most liberal is my perception of war. Um, but regardless,
1: no, I don't want to shoot anybody with it. I just want to have a tank. I just, yeah, I, I don't want to well, kill anybody.
3: Can, uh, just, uh, not have a tank if you just want to own it. I don't think that you know I think that modern civilization has moved past the seventeen eight uh, eighty nine declaration of the constitution's idea of first or second amendment rights to where mm. um, you shouldn't be able to own a tank because it provides a public danger regardless of your social uh, social status and mental well-being.
2: Interesting, you say that because the Second Amendment was specifically instituted so that the people would have a, a means Alicia. to resist to resist against the government, and so the spirit of that amendment is the government. If the government has a thing, the people should also be able to have that thing because then they can defend themselves against the government.
3: I don't think the government should have tanks. No, I agree, too. But uh, how uh, are you
2: going to enforce that? Right. It's impossible. Uh, uh, yeah. I, no. I don't think nuclear weapons should well, exist, for example. Right. But they yeah. do. You know. Yeah. So yes. what do you do? In... I, I think it's like it's not the right solution to say, well, only the government gets these things because no. that means... Only the people who have a massive amount of funding to do horrible, horrible things to the entire population
3: of the world have access to these things, right? So, So let's say I spend 30 years of my life understanding nuclear science and nuclear fission and everything like that. And I create a nuclear bomb for myself. Do you think that I, Brennan Brown, should be able to create, manufacture, and own my own nuclear bombs without any oversight
2: Of any sort. I think you want to. I I think, (laughs) so so there's two distinctions here. I think that you, by you doing it, it's very unlikely you have good motives and it would be a sin for you to do so, like under under Mm -hmm. God's holy standards of justice. But I don't think it should be a crime because, like, I, I just don't, like, how would you enforce it? Right? Like, it, it, it's it's ultimately arbitrary. Like, it's like saying, I, because you can, you can ultimately make the same argument for literally anything. There's no, there's no real, like, there's a, it's basically an arbitrariness to the threshold. Anyone can make any argument for saying, well, you have a knife. You could kill, like, you, look at this statistic. You could, people, the amount of people who are killed by knives every killed, year, yeah. right? This one person went on a rampage, killed 37 people with a knife. You can't have a knife. Sorry. You can make that argument for literally anything. So you know it just doesn't ultimately
3: follow in the end uh, my overall grief with this discussion and it's not that i don't like having this discussion it's it's just that my perception of this discussion is that there's an overwhelming um perception basically of people who own guns and are more conservative in viewpoints that are afraid that the United States government is going to come and confiscate your personal property. And that's not the case. I, I, I do think that it's already happened. Yeah. It's already happened several (laughs) times explain to me those situations then yeah i mean just
2: recently there was a guy who uh, and he live streamed the whole thing but it was literally a guy who he had a bunch of guns and uh someone it was like when all the like what was it called the the red something the red flag the red flag rule laws, laws or yeah. something like that where it literally was like they they instituted something and i don't remember the exact specifications of it but it basically was like they, they don't have they don't need a warrant like it was like this legislation that was passed where you don't need a warrant. If someone like raises a red flag on this person, you can just go check it out, break into their house, do whatever you want to them. And it was literally a a person who just didn't like their neighbor and said, Hey, they have a bunch of guns. You should go in there and he's probably doing something bad. And it was yeah. literally a guy who was just like, uh, okay. Like people are surrounding my home. All right. I'm going to get my guns and I'm defending myself. Like I'm going to, I'm now making my house a fortress. Like you, I'm sorry, you can't come in here. Like this is illegal and you can't do this. And it was this whole big, shab- uh, you know brouhaha yeah. Yeah. uh and it's because the government just decided yeah you know what we're just going to take your guns because we can um
3: and i think that this is I, an interesting argument because i loved the docu action series of waco yeah um mm-hmm. and, and, and like the early 90s learning about waco and learning about yep. uh, uh ruby ridge was it like yep. i think those are interesting case studies on this exact issue um, can I just point out that um America also has a history of convicting black people of murders that they didn't convict and then sentencing them to death yes. and then killing them as well so mm-hmm. i don't I think that there's a predication that I trust the government and I don't yes. uh, and but at the same time, I also I think that a widespread idea of if you own a gun, we're going to take it away. Um I I just think that that's a far off policy ideal and far off implement, implant
1: implementation implementation. Uh,
3: yeah.
0: Angel,
1: please. No, I, I think that, I think the reason that people worry about that stuff, dude, is because as we mentioned before, I mean, you have to start from a Christian worldview. And I think that's what the the founders of the constitution started from is, is saying mankind, man is evil at born evil with evil desires. As a Christian, I I believe that the only way people can, can actually understand, truly understand what's good and actually do true good and not be slaves to sin is if they repent of their sins and trust in Jesus Christ. Apart from that, people are slaves to their sin. And the government is, is put in place to is supposed to be in place to, to restrain evil and bring justice. Now our government is full of sinful people. So who's going to be, I think the G the genius of the second amendment specifically is that the founders of the constitution understood that people are sinful and our government is going to be full of sinful people. And so the, the, the populace needs to have a check on, on those evil people. and, And and that's why I have a gun is because I know that there are evil people. And I know that whether that's the government or that's somebody that wants to break into my house, like I want to be a check to that evil out of love for my neighbor, out of love for my wife and my daughters. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to protect them out of love for my neighbor. I want to be able to protect them from an oppressive government that is perpetrating evil on them. I'm not saying we we want to go out and, and take over the, the government, I'm talking in specific a defensive role. Um, but I mean, you look at the history of the world, I think that's that's where people's fear of, of gun confiscation comes from and just seeing what has happened throughout the world, this
2: isn't it's because governments have always been doing that for the beginning for forever. Yeah. Right. And our government is no different. And and, and the yeah. issue that I see, Brennan, mainly is like, even though it's not a precedent now. And I agree with you. Right. Like if, if the government decided right now, they, if they just announced publicly, we're taking all of your guns away, mm-hmm. America's over. Right. People are going to defend themselves. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to happen. Right. Obviously. Uh, but the issue is, I bet that if you told people back in 1980, if you said Uh, yeah, so eventually the government is going to mandate that, um, you can't get on a plane without having a very intrusive body search. People will be like, what? That's unconstitutional. That doesn't make any sense at all. And hey, look where we are right now. Patriot Act happened. And here, here we are. Everyone just accepts it now. And it's because those things happen over time. And so we're, we're, that's what the red flag laws were. That's what the, these sorts of things are happening. And I don't, yeah, it's not right now, but it's going to happen if this precedent isn't stopped.
1: Yeah, my fear, my fear, and this, you might think, y'all might think I'm crazy or whoever's listening to this might think I'm crazy for thinking this way. But with specifically with the red flag laws, I honestly think that there will come a day where being a Christian or having the, the ideas that we have about the world are going to be seen as a mental uh, disability and the grounds for gun confiscation like red flag this person believes x and xyz about the world we can therefore take action against them i think that's i think that's that's where we're heading and i i I think kind of bringing it back to the censorship which we were talking about originally
2: yeah i mean i feel like i'm gonna probably have to title this episode like something round table or something like that, right? It's just, it's kind (laughs) of a lot of places.
1: Red flag. Red
3: flag. Not bad. No, just a conversation.
2: Yeah, I think round round table has a good ring to it. I like the idea because it's just kind of going around talking about various topics. I just don't know what the word would go before it. So if you have an idea. So
3: so, um, I do have a, so this question actually kind of revolves around uh, what you were just talking about, Angel. And that's of... You're afraid that because you're a Christian, um, the government's going to see that as a mental illness and take your guns away, right? I'm not...
1: A, I, maybe I should, should have phrased it that way. I'm not... I think that that could happen.
3: And I think that... You're afraid that your personal preference... Not your personal preference, but your personal beliefs are going to be seen as other. I think they already are seen as other. Okay. Yeah. So I do have a pretty controversial uh, objection to that. And mm-hmm. I would say that it would it's sounding very reminiscent of the way um, a 1980s America viewed gay people um, in seeing that they were other and tried to a oust them, B, not give them rights, and C try to commit them to conversion therapy when it's just uh their right to choose what they want to do in their life. And um it seems like that's kind of a double standard that's being played there.
1: No I I'm guess I'm misunderstanding what you're what you're uh I'm saying
3: I'm saying that it's 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 interesting to me that um,
2: you, you basically you're, you're saying you think the government is far more likely to continue doing that sort of stuff on the other side correct. of the aisle than against. Oh,
3: correct.
1: No, I don't think that's where we're heading, dude. I, I mean, just I, think it, I think it
2: happened because of the particular place that we were in in that time. But I yeah. think we're heading in the opposite direction now. Yeah. And it's because of it's because people keep pointing to those things. Right. They're like, this is look at all the horrible things that people who believe this sort of stuff did and said. Even, just, even if it is not every Christian who, who thought those sort of and things. It's and it's
3: not. Yeah, it, obviously it, it, it is. Yeah. And, and we've been coming to the same idea of it's not everybody. It's this umbrella. Right. I'm just pointing. I just want to state for the record that there are these tiny little inconsistencies where a viewpoint can be construed and seen in another viewpoint as like, mm-hmm. okay, I understand, like, I don't, I understand where you're coming from in that fear that you might be seen as other currently just by your personal beliefs. um, And just that pointing to the fact that other people in existence have felt that same way, and we're continuing to move forward from there and so i i don 't see you in any other way. I think that general population of America doesn't see you in any in a different way for having your personal beliefs um, and I think that that's one thing that I know will prevail is that we will continue to move forward and not regress into this history of submission of others i think that we will embrace otherness culture is what i'm trying to say
2: and i agree with you but i think the otherness culture that's being embraced is an otherness culture that basically says if you don't agree with everything this otherness culture is trying to say is good then mm-hmm. you're automatically part of a category that's not other it's people who hate the others okay okay right yeah, yeah. even if even if it's not that, true right yeah.
1: just, and that and that there's a there's a group of people that that would say that even the, the conversation we're having right now and some of the things that we have already been said are violence against them and and would would go so far as to physically try to stop us from having this conversation
3: think i mean do you think the nsa is listening in on us right now
1: i don't know probably I not i don't think the nsa thinking... cares about us yeah, I don't think they care about us i'm thinking i'm thinking in terms of like like i'm thinking in terms of like antifa and stuff like that and and and
3: social justice warriors stuff like yeah.
1: that yeah and i yeah and i think there are more and more people that that would that would line up with their beliefs are being put into positions of power yeah. in our country. And I, I I just don't think that's a good thing. And I, I think we have to like, it ultimately comes back to, and this is the, the conversation we had last year, right? Is like, what is actually progress and what is actually good? Because unless we understand what it, what that is, then then I mean, it's
0: all pointless. Yeah.
3: One thing that I I kind of want to move away from like meta thought philosophical conversation. I kind of want to talk about some uh, some pop culture for the hit kids right now, right? So, um, <laughs> have you guys? I think that it's super interesting. So I've been on a huge Star Wars binge. Okay, just finished Rebels because I got really bored. Um, And I just watched that. And then I was listening to some like uh, George Lucas interviews, right? And they were talking about how like in the 1970s, A New Hope in the original trilogies talking about the power of Russia or communism and stuff like that. And he looks at the camera and he's like, no, it's basically just America with their overreaching power. And this is like 1980s, 1990s like thought process. And I think that it's so wild to think that through all this time, this prevailing thought of government overreach and go- government power has always been the enemy. But today, January 24th of 2021, we think that the problem is between citizens. I, no, I totally done. agree with you. right? <laughs> I think I think
2: that's and, and this is the reason, yeah.
3: Brennan, why I say secession is
2: the answer, right? Yeah. Because secession is something that we can do, right? Every other solution, you have to have the intermediary of the people who don't want it to happen. Right These are the people who want to have this the power continue to be in their hands. Whether or not there are good politicians out there who maybe want to do do right by them, there's in such a minority, it's not going to happen, right? The current system we have is so skewed to these and they've had hundreds of years now to to refine this system to benefit them and no one else that the only solution for us is to say, all right, us local and state governments, we are going to take a step back from you. We are going to say, "You federal government, you have no power over us. We are seceding because the U.S. Constitution actually does allow secession, whether or not they allowed it in this, during the Civil War." Um, and you can say, "Hey, uh, under the this whatever code in whatever document here, we are seceding from the United States of America. We are no longer part of the United States of America." That that's our our hope ultimately is for local communities to just say nope we're not part of the system anymore and if enough people do that at the same time then what are they going to do right i get your
3: viewpoint kill us yeah i don't believe that it's there's a precedent for allowing secession um i thought that it was actually in reverse i was i was just going to try and do my googling and see um, I thought that there was a clause in the constitution that actually prohibits uh secession of states. That um once a state, always a state was the precedent allowed. Um if you have if you have evidence otherwise, I'd I'd be very Yeah, interested. I'm I'm trying to look it up myself. Um please. Cause I cause I really did think that the Constitution um Made it clear that once a state, always a state. So, I mean, they,
2: they, the, the constitution. Okay, so Wikipedia is saying the Constitution does not directly mention succession. Succession. The uh, legality of secession is hotly debated in the nineteenth century. um yep. Let's see. Blah 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 blah. The Articles of Confederation explicitly state the Union is perpetual. The U.S. Constitution declares itself an even more perfect Union than the Articles of Confederation. um yeah, I mean it doesn't seem like there's an actual like you can make an argument that mm-hmm. you but it's not allowed, but it's at the very least not explicitly stated anywhere in the US Constitution that you can't. And also, I mean just the the, the general spirit of what the Constitution was and yeah, the what revolution. America was originally, right. it was to create a confederation of states that didn't have an overpowering central government, right? And and to the to the point where if the government didn't do what it was supposed to do, it was the duty and responsibility of the people to change the government right um yeah, yeah. W- which i don't want to do through a violent revolution i don't think that's going to work and so i think the best option is for us to say okay as states or as regions or as, lo- as cities or whatever it is right to say you know the the current government is not doing their job we are going to secede and whether or not we're the legitimate like we're not going to make an argument about who's the legitimate us con- u but it's like you're, the government isn't doing its job we're replacing it with a government that can do its job. If you don't want to join us, that's fine, but we're doing it. Right? I think that's more more likely what probably the precedent would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, enough states have talked about secession over the, the hundreds of years that America has existed, yep. that it's at the very least a possibility in everybody's mind.
3: Yeah. So. I, I really liked uh, studying Europe and European European um, politics uh, and kind of philosophy. Last year, I did a lot of that, um, and I like this idea of like city states and this idea of self government and everything like that. Um, and in a idealistic world, for sure, I think that eight thousand people should you know, be able to decide what they want to do for themselves. Um, I just see society moving forward from that and moving forward to ideas of of togetherness in in mass. Um, the future is going to hold Capabilities of of mind links and of technology that's going to allow people to grow together through technology. Um, I don't think that we're far away from me having a piece in my mind that is going to allow me to understand what Angel Rodriguez is thinking right now. Hmm. I think that Tesla and Google are making that currently and that. Hmm. There's going to be these things such as mind links that are going to allow us to have, oh, Angel is getting upset with this thought right now. And so I need to kind of think about how we can agree on a situation here.
1: Or, or I need to see how i can make him think the same way i think i think I, that's that's, that's, that's honestly where i think i just finished reading 1984 <laughs> yesterday i read isn't it was that it's a wild read yeah it's a scary book i read it i read it my freshman year of, my, of uh, college but i i didn't think it was as scary then as i do it now <laughs> <laughs> it's a scary book it's it's one of the scariest books i've ever read yeah.
3: george orwell i mean i like Straight up this it's crazy to think that what he's suggesting and that what he thought of just as a sci-fi ideal is straight up gonna be a possible... like big brother completely a thing. Absolutely yeah. a thing. Uh so, just- <laughs> so so you would agree.
1: So that's that's honestly my concern is that this has happened in history. And I think if we look at the patterns in, in history. I think America's on that same track as if we continue down the road that we're on right now, I think we're going to end up, I mean, obviously not in the not 1984 exactly, but right. I think we're already 1984 esque in, in the way that big media is. Well, is I mean, so
2: things. the, the funny thing about dystopian novels like that is that they're, they're less a prediction by authors and more a, yeah, Social commentary awesome. on, on yeah. stuff that's already happening, right? Yeah. It's just like, hey, yeah, this is already happening. Here, let's make a whole novel about that, right? right. So it, it's it's already happening and it already was happening back when Oral wrote the novel in the first place, so...
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah exactly. I, 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 I do believe that we are at a crux of evolution in human civilization. I think that hundreds and thousands of years from now i think even 50 60 70 years from now people are going to be talking about the way 2015 to 2025 changed uh the world uh landscape of globalism and of connectivity and social media and everything, I, I think that we are currently living in a time, and I, I was just about to swear, a, I hate this term very, very much, but we are in absolute unprecedented times and we will be for a very long time until we all can agree to move forward through them. I don't think that backwards is the way and as much as I want to feel comfortable I think that comfortability is thrown out the window uh and I think that's exactly why I want (laughs) secession we'll see honestly if America becomes a new Europe where like there's 50 different countries I mean excuse me but it. Let's try it out. Why not? I'll, I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep you gotta, it out. Can you make? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it'll be
2: tasteful. It'll be
3: tasteful. F it. F it. like let let's yeah. try it out. If, we're, if we want to have fifty states, yeah, might as well. Why not? Well, California's gonna I fall off deep. the edge anyway. So <laughs> I don't want there to be a civil war for us to decide that there needs to be fifty states. No, I I there my biggest worry is that you know you read history and you read you watch ken burns and docu series and you hear about how families were torn apart and never spoke to each other at the end of the civil war and stuff like that and that's not what i want i don't want there to be animosity towards other people um i i think that we've hurt each other too much already and i think that twenty twenty one is gonna be a time of repair versus a time of growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think that that is my f- biggest goal for pers- for me personally is to repair myself as well as repair my relationship with everybody, whether that's people that agree with me or disagree with me, because twenty twenty, was all about division. Thanks for and, name
2: dropping the t- name of the podcast.
3: Yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that we just, it, it's time to just move on. And I don't want to sound like somebody who's here to, like, to perpetuate Joe Bidenism, but I do think that it would be un American to. Uh, as much as I want to see your side of secession, I do think that it is un-American to look for a future of unity. Mm. Uh,
1: man.
2: I, when, when you say that, sorry, I think you you might have, may have said it wrong. You you said it's un-American to look to a future of unity. Did you mean
3: like... L- it is un-American to look for a future of su- succession. And I want it to be instead a future of unity. A future of unity.
1: Again. Oh, yeah. I think I think we're pretty American, considering <laughs> how Cause, America cause was founded. That's the
2: issue, right? Like, for, I'm seeing it the opposite way, where uh, maybe American values now, uh, after we've yeah. had a war over it, and it was made very clear to people who wanted to secede that they can't. Um, you mm-hmm. know, but I think that, that makes sense now. But originally, like the entire purpose of going away from england was england is being a central government that is telling us what to do and they can't like it's in our charter they're not supposed to
1: yeah and and americans they didn't see themselves as americans they were british like they were part of the british empire
2: right so and i i think it's it's perfectly I, I i think we're gonna see a time where people are saying listen i'm american and because i'm american this is an America, right? This kind of division, this kind of like, and so I don't want to fight you. like. And the, and this is actually what happened in the Revolutionary War. They didn't, they didn't, the, the British shot first, right? The British, the, what actually started the war was the, you know, the the American colonists were like, hey, like, this isn't enough. We're not going to handle this anymore. Like we're, we're making taking a stand. You're going to have to do something about it if you want us to whatever. Uh, and the, the British showed up to take their guns and they're like, nope. You're not taking our guns. And then the British shot them. And they like, stood in the road to like, basically say, you can't go to this town to take our guns. And then the British shot them.
3: And that's what started the war. Is January 6th going to be the new Boston Tea Party?
1: No, no, uh, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> They're very no. different
3: things.
2: Like, very and that's, different. that's honestly the funny thing about it is like, honestly, like the people who would actually secede, the people who would actually have the guts to secede, Mm. are not the same people as radical Trumpers. No. no. They're not the same people,
1: right? It's that, for, yeah, that, It's that, for that.
3: people who have money, right? And radical Trumpers, demographically, don't have money. <laughs> they Are, they are, are you are
2: being prejudiced? I am, actually. Yeah. Right? So liberal it's in it's me, right? I am
3: recognizing my prejudice, but <laughs> I'm still going forward with it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, we should read out I'm two brandies in i'm I'm loose I'm, I'm i I think that i i I understand your viewpoint of the revolutionary war. My viewpoint would be a little bit different because
0: the,
3: uh, the revolutionaries George Washington. Thomas Jefferson, Alexander Hamilton, Ben Franklin, all these great men, they seceded from England, a distant ruler of theirs to create their own bureaucracy, um, which doesn't like, like now we're not very distant. We're all very close together. We're all very clumped together. So if we were to secede, we'd still have to deal with each other. When it, it was 1780, you didn't have King George knocking at your front door, you know, just wasn't there. He had his troops and that was it. He wasn't physically there. Whereas now Wisconsin secedes and Minnesota is just like, hey, Wisconsin, that's, you shouldn't do that. You have to deal with each other because there's interstate commerce that has to go through. Mm-hmm. There's, there's relationships that have to, there's family, there's so many different things that have to go on where secession just divides all that stuff. And as much as you see secession as a relief to widespread um, control, I think that you would still run into the same problems because look at what's happening in Europe. They created the EU because when they were apart, they always fought World War One, World War Two. When they were apart, they hated each other. Germany invaded France in 2021. They still hate each other. If...
2: I mean, I, 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 if if that's your argument, then I, st- I still think we're we're going to end up in the same problem as we are in America, then, because it's still central government. Like the EU is very largely responsible for a lot of the heavy-handed policies that are across well, the Europe, agree. right? So, I yeah. There, so, that, I, I mean, ultimately, for for me, and you know, we always come back to this sort of thing and disagree with me, but for me, the the only way to break out of that cycle is for the law of God to be introduced as the law yeah. of the land, right? It, it is for Christians for for you know, the Great Commission to go out into the world for people to become more Christian through the power of the gospel and changing hearts. And then these people who are been, have been enslaved to a cycle of sin that leads to these sorts of things happening over and over and over and over again will be broken free from that and actually be able to see and, and create a system of government that isn't heavy handed, that doesn't actually oppress its citizens, is very localized, very community focused. Um, and allows people a level of freedom that is impossible otherwise. Uh, and so for me, yeah, yeah, that cycle is inevitable unless the thing breaks it, which we've seen, which we've actually seen in history, uh, right? The mm. only way that slavery ended in the free world was because of Christianity, right? That's the reason it ended everywhere. Uh, and it and it actually ended everywhere peacefully except for America, um, right? it And it was because of Christians saying, yeah, no, this isn't good. This is bad. Like they are, these are people made in the image of God. Um, the reason that women have the rights that they have today because of Christianity, it's because of the Christian values that that led to people saying, yeah, oh yeah, women shouldn't be treated like property because uh, they're people made in the image of God. And whenever we've actually seen progress in history on these levels, it's beca- been because of Christianity and the values it brings. And so I, I, I'm saying the same thing here, right? It's the only way this is going to change is if Christianity actually, you know, gets off of its feet, stops... stops um, whoring itself after uh, politics and uh, government and the, the safety it provides and uh, says, you know what? No King, but Christ.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's, I don't think we're living to, to what you said Bernie, before. I don't think we're living in an unprecedented times in any way, shape or form. I think, I think this has, happened a lot in history and I don't think it's anything new. I don't think I don't think it's like at the core level, right? I think it like Kayla's saying, right, the solution is the gospel. It's 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 people understanding in because we live in God's world. The only way we're gonna make sense of it is if we look at it through his through his eyes, through his worldview. And that happens when we when people are giving given sight to see spiritually blind people come to life and they see the truth it changes things for the actual better because then we're actually trying to align things with what god says and it's his world and so that's ultimately what's going to what's going to fix all of this and and it's not going to be an overnight uh, fix it's yeah, not going to be no, like
2: not, magically no. fixing everything because nothing is no, like that we're, <laughs> But I mean, and, and the fun thing to just point out there too is like uh, this isn't just me as a Christian saying this too. Like there are actually a bunch of like historians just across the board who agree with that point that like the only like the, the actual way that progress actually happened in society on these levels was because of Christianity. Uh, there's an atheist historian named Thomas Holland, no relation um, to Tom Holland uh, of Spider-Man fame, uh, but he actually he's written several books on the fact that yeah, I mean Christianity is the reason that the West exists and is the best. Like, it is, isn't horrible in, in the same way that societies have been in the past? Obviously there are problems, but like mm-hmm. in largely, like the standard of living being the way it is right now in the world, like if you think about comparatively to other t- periods of history, that's because of Christianity. It's because of yes. so many different factors that have come from yeah. Christian values and Christian views of the world, the way that Christians viewed economics, science, uh, gender, whatever else. Uh, mm-hmm. And the way it's all going to break down, and this is what we're seeing now, the way it's going to break down and has been breaking down, is by going away from those. Yeah. Um, so,
1: yeah. And I'll, I'll say one 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 thing specifically to the, the unprecedented times. I haven't done. I personally haven't done the study, but there have been people that have done studies on on societies in decay, specifically, and just the lifespan of a society. And and you can you can look at at the things that were prevalent in societies that were like, for instance, like the Roman empire, some dude, I forget the guy's name, but specifically compared it to where the Roman empire was at, at their fall and to where America is now. And and some of the same things are prevalent today that were happening then. So that's why I mean, when I say it's not unprecedented, I mean, history repeats itself because people are sinful and fall into sinful patterns. And this is what happens.
3: Any rebuttal, (laughs) Brennan? Oh, like as much as I try, like I try my best to keep the separation of church and state, and I don't want there to be a huge discussion about that. Uh, we already had that discussion, so yeah, no, exactly. We already did. But as much as I want there to be that, I also can understand, and I can actually um, agree with a lot of what you guys said. Where if we live more virtuous lives, then we can grow together as a people. And living virtuous lives is an important value, and. I think that the overall message that I hope that this podcast conveys is this level of I see myself as this way, you guys see yourself as another way, but yet we can come together and agree on so much more than that. And I can agree that America will be better with a virtuous viewpoint of itself. Currently, we're not virtuous. Currently, you're correct. We're not in unprecedented times. Now, me being 21 years old, this is the craziest I've ever seen America. That's for mm-hmm. sure. It's unprecedented to me. Historically, thousands of years of history. No, probably not. But, you know, I I say unprecedented because that's just the way that we talk about 2020, the coronavirus and everything like that. Um. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, in the end, and um, I'm actually probably going to have to end it here pretty soon, the biggest thing is that, you know, I I respect the heck out of a lot of what you guys talked about tonight, and a lot of your viewpoints, and especially even when it comes to these viewpoints of fusing... Uh, your Christianity and your beliefs with government and your own ability to decide the future of self-government and regulation and stuff like that. I I, I appreciate that. And I think that that's an important viewpoint to have. And I am glad that you are able to have that viewpoint. Um, but I just want listeners and I want other people to know that conversations between polarized viewpoints can still be had and not be well you're wrong and i'm right because that's something that's been frustrating the heck out of me and that's something Mm -hmm. that i want that just that one ability to converse and to be open and to take the time to listen and to take the time to Ask questions can just make this society and this American experience and experiment be what it's supposed to be.
2: So that's inspiring, my Brennan. Oh. Inspiring. That's my closing. No, no real sarcasm <laughs> intended there. <laughs> yeah. I
1: know. No, sounds good, man. Well, thank you for coming on. It's been a we talked about a lot of different stuff. Yeah, yeah do, do, to be can American. someone? Can, <laughs> yeah, can someone? Can someone help me
2: out with the title for this episode? What is this called? I don't know. Just a smorgasbord. Is it just roundtable discussion? Is that like sure?
1: Yeah, right? let's do that. Like, that sounds good. America.
3: Yeah. I think. I, I mean, I just think that like elephant in the room is a great topic. I think that that's a great. It. It's <laughs> the like, elephants in the room because yeah. we talked about how many different topics yeah and 15 20 different to- like Are we
1: talked you know, a whole bunch of stuff i hope yeah i hope we don't get censored i hope we don't get shadow banned <laughs> <laughs> i think we probably will
3: i'm lighting that's messed up man
1: thanks bro i appreciate it.
3: Okay, no problem. Are you guys like? Do you guys use YouTube or like? What's the
2: the 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 podcast is honestly everywhere at this point.
3: Um, like we Spotify. Yes. Mm -hmm.
2: Yep. We're on Spotify. Spotify now. Yep. What? I found you on Spotify. How long? Is uh it- yeah, it's possible that it's it's kind of not working right now. It should be on Spotify. Uh I, it was being glitchy earlier. I thought I had fixed it, but I'll take a look at it again. It it should be on Spotify. I, I Dude, so submitted joke. it everywhere at this point. Um if you're if I mean if you're listening to the podcast and you wanna make sure you find out all the places that it's at, you can go to disagree with dot com and it will be all there for you. I'll show you. Yeah.
3: You, no. you guys have any sponsors yet?
2: No. That would be cool, though.
3: That would be. That would be really cool. Be
1: huge. I, I hope it's an ammo company.
3: <laughs> an animal company? No, an ammo. An ammo ammunition company. That makes <laughs> sense. But you want to just have a three-minute-long at Remington Ammo. You can always find your protection in life.
1: <laughs> Every pull of the trigger is a blast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep. And you would have fun with that. I would love it.
0: So Do
1: you think you want
3: tra-
1: us? oh, go ahead. I was going to ask you think Trump can still play Fortnite.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: Did he play Fortnite? Am I
3: missing something? No, I don't think so. Oh. I was just asking if, if Here is the actual letting... question. Was AOC good at Among Us? I'm saying no. She kind of sucked. I, I didn't even pay know what attention. About.
1: Yeah, I don't even I've never played that game. I didn't know
3: game. she I
2: didn't know she uh she played.
1: Was AOC? I uh, had a
2: twitch. Alex but Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I was like, you know who this is. I know what she
3: is. Um the division in the left. That's the thing. I hate that <laughs> like Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Politics has to be this like soap opera. Yep. You're you're responsible for people's lives. Mm-hmm yet you just want to create drama for no reason and that's all i gotta say that's that's it i'm yeah. <laughs> I didn't back into it but regardless um aoc kind of trash out among us straight up
2: there you go hot takes from Brendan brown here
1: <laughs> oof, oof, let's hope you don't get censored because of that <laughs>
2: right that's all we get us not any of the other
3: things we've said. <laughs> Not any of the other things. No.
2: Nope.
3: I thought that this was very nope. uh I thought that this was a pretty good podcast for you. That was fun. Like for me, I, I feel great about what we just talked about and like listening to you guys and your because right now I have all these dialogues going on, but nobody to like actually provide other perspectives. Right, yeah. Yeah. And, and I these, think that's
0: these are, of-
3: Yeah. I think that a lot of other people share that same idea. Um, I hope that we can reach a lot of those people. But what were you saying, Angel? No, I was going to say,
1: these aren't even my craziest beliefs. True. But it's all good. (laughs) Most most controversial. What's up?
3: Would it be that you would be the first one to sign up for a Christian Al-Qaeda or... Uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> no, 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 no. Did you tell Caleb about that or no? No, no. Okay. I was gonna say I. <laughs> I didn't realize like, this I was actually recording thing.
1: right now. Is this? Uh, is, this yes, is this of the is, we're still this recording. Still, we're still going. I was gonna pick of something funny. Let me see. What, what do I believe that's controversial? Oof. Let me tell. Let me see.
2: I mean, honestly, I feel like if if everyone should be able to own a nuclear weapon, isn't already controversial enough? Like, no, <laughs> I,
1: have more, I have more controversial stuff than that. Wow. What was going to say? Oh, I don't like peanut butter. That's a pretty controversial <laughs> thing. <laughs> all right, all right. Angel. You don't like peanut butter? No. It's what do you nasty, like? bro.
3: Sun butter? I like mayonnaise. Okay, well, I actually just started to like mayonnaise myself. I did still about a year and a half ago. So
1: mayonnaise with lime, yeah, L- yeah. Y- y'all look at yeah. All my Hispanic people out there are gonna get uh, understand Man- what <laughs> I'm coming from. Lime <laughs> mayonnaise, that's nasty. I'm <laughs> that's, sorry. That's a litmus test for whether you're a, you're a Latino or not.
2: Interesting. Yeah, I did not know that.
3: The more you know. The more you know. All right, y'all. <laughs> we already is-
2: asked Brennan about the Chipotle stuff, right? Obviously. Yeah. What What was his Chipotle, Chipotle versus Kidalba?
1: Which one did you like? You guys didn't ask me that. We didn't. No, not now, not today. But like when we last had our conversation. Oh, wow. our other conversation. There,
3: there's an obvious answer, though. Chipotle. Nah. Qdoba. thank Are you. you. Okay.
1: Thank y'all for listening. <laughs> this is gonna disagree with me. <laughs> so
3: before we leave, I mean, there's an obvious reason. Mm-hmm. Free queso. Are you kidding me, yeah. dude? You can, you can. Queso is just <laughs> cheese, okay? <laughs> and it's the most influential part of a good burrito. Very true. No, Very that's true. not even remotely the close to be true. true. Hey, like what? three bucks for a scoop of cheese on a burrito is blasphemy cheese doesn't even come on real burritos i mean in american burritos they do
1: (laughs) oh my goodness man (laughs) what no i
2: I think angel has reached the end of his rope no
1: (laughs) this has been it
2: (laughs) Brennan will never be a guest ever
1: again. Yeah, you, you can't go to my house anymore. <laughs> I'm just playing, bro. If nah. you come to my house, I'm gonna get you some Chipotle.
3: Okay. No, I I have both. Uh, Qdoba's closest to me though. Uh mm-hmm. Qdoba's closest.
2: Yeah, we have a Qdoba um, in town. I don't think we have a Chipotle in, in here in Idaho. So really, yeah. Well, let's
3: go well I mean, I'm gonna be down. Uh, next weekend, I. Angel, we actually probably got a call about next weekend and everything like that. Um, do you guys do this live? Am I nope. live? Like no, okay. <laughs> <I public laughs> no, we're is really later.
2: Right. Yeah. Right, cool. I'm not gonna cut any of this out. This, uh, no, this is all part yeah. of it. This is, <laughs> it's sure. fine. I, this whole to... episode has been like this. Yeah.
3: So, so Angel, I gotta talk to you and Ashley about like next weekend, but Caleb, yeah, come over. Let's let's have these conversations over a board game
2: I live in Idaho man yeah it's like a I live in Idaho drive. now yeah straight uh, up ruby ridge in it i yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> not not quite that far but i am living in Idaho yeah <laughs> yeah no i i moved uh last summer um really yep so it was after we did our first episode of this but uh yeah that's yep. a long time ago yeah my my fiance uh was is going to college here so i I moved to be closer to her. We're getting married June. So
3: congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So next weekend, uh, you're playing board games at angels place. Is what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. Fly I'm flying out. <laughs> <laughs> it's been decided. We're in Idaho. Are you guys like panhandle?
2: So right next to right in the border of Washington. So, wow. Uh, yep. beautiful
3: Isabel, country. I want to get out to Washington. We, i really want to get out to the mountains out there she wants to get out to like the coast and like seattle and stuff like that but it looks like such a beautiful area oh it
2: totally is yeah um Pan- idaho panhandle and then into montana or like that whole area beautiful yeah. absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm.
0: yep it's i got lucky country
2: it, it is yeah <laughs> angel angel <laughs> drove out with me he helped he and another friend of ours helped Helped really? me drive my stuff out and whatnot. And when we were driving through Montana, uh, Angel was blasting country music. This is God's country. Yes, that whole time. It's fine.
1: <laughs>
2: we also listen to that.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no,
1: that's it's awesome.
3: That I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I always. So I never use Facebook because um, I don't want to be a part of the algorithm. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I always see your, like, you're always popping up as, like, a friend request. And oh, like, sure. I bet that if I actually friend requested you, I would know a lot more of this stuff. going Very in. true.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mostly I the stuff I post is memes <laughs> these <laughs> days because
3: <laughs> I like to keep things light. Can we just talk about how stupid this Bernie meme is? I, see I love it. it. Oh, I, I love, love it. I was going to ask, it, Caleb, can we
1: make one <laughs> where, where Bernie is t- sitting on the disagree with me podcast, please? Yes, I want to do it. Okay. Yep. I don't know how to do it. Sounds good. I'm not I'll, technologically advanced. I'll figure it so to out. Do I'll it figure myself. it out. But I want to do it so bad.
3: I just see it every other post and it's just like half of them are golden. Half of them are awful. And so I'm just like... I think all of them are awesome.
2: Angel, you know what we need to do, actually? Mm-hmm. You know what we could do? I could literally put up... <laughs> I could grab a video of of uh, Bernie, right? And I could put it in this window, and we could literally record you talking to Bernie and him just not responding. Him just sitting there like,
0: you know, yeah. doing whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Uh, uh, yeah, let's make it happen. I just I just want to see Bernie next to me. That's we got to do it before the
2: meme cycle runs out, though. Yeah. So we got to do gotta, it like, within this week, be, probably. Like,
1: it's going to be done tonight.
2: <laughs> Get, okay. You know, after we finish the podcast here, give me a, a, a minute to see if I can find a quick video and maybe we'll just do it.
1: Okay. Let's, yeah, man. All right. So, so thank you all for listening. Does anybody else has anything else to add <laughs> nope we reached the end of the of the, the conversation mm-hmm. go try some some uh, lime mayonnaise find it at your local Mexican grocery store put it on some toast you won't be disappointed
0: toast oh, you put that on toast
1: <laughs> on a sandwich whatever you want to put it on but thank you all for, for listening if you're still listening to this thank you for bearing with us um can we have Proud to Be an American plane as a as a, No. No. We'll, no. We'll probably get copyrighted. Uh, yeah,
2: you'll we'll get
0: Okay. There. Well,
1: until next time. Yeah. Make sure you share this. Let us know what you think. Let us know who you disagree with. Come on the podcast. Yeah. We want we want people to come on and have conversations like these. It's been fun.
2: Yeah. You yeah. can find all the links to all the various social media things and the website and all the other stuff. Uh, that's going on with us uh, in the liner notes and you can use any of those things to get in contact with us and come on the show
1: yes sir till next time y'all peace